In today's episode, we are talking about book banning. Everyone's favorite subject. Book banning. (laughs) God. It's happening across the United States. It is. Uh, You have a a local story you want to talk about. I do. Don't you? I do. Oh, I just thought you were asking me. No, No. you're telling me. I do, Mary. (laughs) There you go. Put some emphasis in it. Put some oomph behind that. (laughs) I did. Uh, I've got a story that's a few weeks old from Michigan Mm -hmm. about some book banning. So let's get into that topic. Okay. Right after the break. Be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life. My name is Mary. My name is Shelly. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> we are recording in a goofy way today, so I'm hoping that your stuff's actually recording. Well, I hope so, too. Otherwise, um, yeah, you'll just be hearing Mary, and it's just not as fun. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. 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 All right. Oh, I want to give a shout out. Can I do a shout out? Oh, sure. Shout out to Michelle. I think that was her name that we met last night as we were walking down the streets of Old Town Alexandria. Yeah, that was a random, random sighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Michelle just yelled, Latter Day Lesbian. <laughs> and she was with her friends who don't know about the podcast, and they were horrified that she would just yell hate speech <laughs> in downtown or in Old Town Alexandria. Mm-hmm. So, yep. But it wasn't hate speech. It was love speech. Well, I felt the love. Wait, I have more shout outs. Oh, you do? Happy birthday to both Diana and Kimberly. Oh, yeah. Friends of the podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, frequent, at least once upon a time, frequent recorders with us. Yes. We're getting mm-hmm. it back on. Don't worry. Got to work on that. We're still ramping up. We said we were ramping up. Well, there's more moving that's happening. Yeah, I'm moving. <laughs> Again, um, so we're ramping down a little bit again, but we will ramp back up within the next while. Yeah, sorry, this is a slow, slow start here. Kids. Yes, but we're getting there. But listen, we have lots of episodes. You can always start over at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm just trying to give encouragement because you know, mm-hmm. or if you haven't already, you can join LDL. Scan- How do we say it? Scandal sessions. Yeah, scandal sessions. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Well, the very latest one is a recording I did with my sister in early summer, and that's kind of a shit show, kind Mm -hmm. of funny. Uh, The one before that, you talk all about uh, the slum you're kind of living in. That's true. It's it's an accidental slum. It is an accidental slum, Mm -hmm. but we don't want to give out too much information because we want (laughs) you to join LDL Scandal Sessions. We also have a super awesome private Facebook group for that where... Um, it's so private that you're free to vent on whatever the hell you want. And I have. Oh, you know what? We should probably post in there about the latest episode. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done that. I'll have to do a post. All right. Okay. All right. Back to business. All right. Should we just get into this episode about book banning? Yes. All right. This was prompted. Do you get those news alerts on your phone, by the way, Shell? Um, no. You don't get news alerts? Mm. That's how I found out about my news. Is I get alerted. I should probably sign up for something <laughs> like that. Yeah, and so then it goes to the news app that you have on your iPhone. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Then you can read stories unless you don't have a subscription to some of them. But sometimes you can just read them. Okay. And I was able to read this story. This was from August 26th, so a while ago. Detroit Free Press. And I'm just going to read this article. Read it. A Michigan town may lose its only library... 
after its staff refused to remove an LGBTQ book. Good for them, though. Yeah. Good for the library. Stand up for yourself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. When a library staff in a West Michigan township refused to remove its books containing LGBTQ themes, go library. I added that part. That was good. Residents voted to defund their only library. They were like, we'd rather have no library at all than a library with that filth in here. Yeah. With Mm -hmm. With a queer book. Exactly. Yeah. We'd rather have no reading than gay reading. Even if it's like 1% of the books in this library. Uh Uh-uh. Shut it down. Right. And it it might not even be 1%. Remember when we interviewed um, Our Shelves? Mm Mm-hmm. And that lovely lady was talking about how hard it is for libraries to get queer books in there because you have to request them and then the authors have to see that they want them and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, there, there are not a lot in these libraries. Right. And yet people get the stick shoved so far up their asses that they're like, wait, there's two books? Shut the whole fucking thing down. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The Patmos, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. It could be Patmos. Say it however you want. Okay. The Patmos Library in Jamestown Township outside of Grand Rapids, Michigan, lost 85% of its operating budget after an August 2nd vote when its funding was up for renewal. A conservative Christian group... Weird. (laughs) Never happened. Never. ...had campaigned against the library because of books it has deemed inappropriate for children. Mm Mm-hmm. The issue will be back on the ballot in November. There's still time, everybody. Oh, it's coming up. If you're in Michigan, get out there and vote. Right? One last time to save the library. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't pass, the library will likely close. I'm going to just say library. Let's turn it into a drinking game. Every time you say library, I have a sip of my coffee. <laughs> Anyone at home want to play? <laughs> <laughs> the saga illustrates a growing trend of book banning debates across the country that center on LGBTQ books. While banning books is a decades-old practice, thank you, Puritan America. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's only because Christianity is more than decades old. It's never just like your random person, <laughs> like a random person living in your town that's like, ban the books. It's always based on some kind of fucked up Puritan religion, Christianity, name it, whatever, Mormonism, name it. There's always some kind of religion behind of banning books. Of course. Mm-hmm. Shelly, we have to protect the children. Yeah. From the world. Sure. The evil world. The evil, evil <laughs> world where there are queers. Mm-hmm. That, um, oh gosh, that reminds me, sorry, side note, we're watching A League of Their Own. We just mm-hmm. finished it, this series. A phenomenal series. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in there, there's like this girl who's afraid of everything, and she thinks that everything's out to get her, and she realizes that one of the other girls is a lesbian. They call them, what, inverts? Yeah, inverts. And she's horrified at it, doesn't want to be her friend anymore, blah, blah, blah. And then the other girl, Carson, gives her kind of like a speech about, you're afraid of eating canned foods that are bent. You're afraid, like listing all these things that this girl's afraid of. And she's like, just live your life. Right. um, And keep your friends. And so the next day, Carson comes in the room and this girl who's afraid of everything, she's trying to overcome her fears. And she runs up to Carson, kisses her right on the mouth, and then backs when it's like, oh my gosh. It's not contagious. I'm not attracted to you at all. <laughs> this is fantastic. Right. So, I think there was a compliment in there somewhere. 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 Yeah. Right. But the realization that um, you can't catch gayness. Right. Right. Not sure what this has to do with. Oh, it was the fears. Know. The religious mm-hmm. um, attacking the gays 
because they think it's contagious. Right. And if your children read queer-themed or whatever books, they're going to become gay. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. I know. Um, we, oddly, in one of our Airbnbs, has a, have a book on carpentry. I'm not sure where that came from. But I'm wondering it's if... It's like from 1960-something, but it's cool looking. <laughs> it is. It's a very retro. But I'm wondering if one of your kids read that carpentry book, would they suddenly become a carpenter? Oh, for sure. Or want to be a carpenter? 100%. Because they read a book about it. Yeah, they would suddenly feel you know how like many they're a carpenter. books I've read on different subjects and I haven't been influenced by that? Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Weird. It weird. You weird. would think that I'd be so easily influenced well, by everything okay. I've ever, ever well, read. Well... Answer this. Mm, Have you ever read a book that has heterosexual couples? Oh, wow. Yeah. And seen shows and movies. So Bombarded by that. Are you straight now? Exactly. Your point is taken. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I read a lot of the Bible, too, and that didn't stick. You'd think I'd be a big old Christian or whatever because of all the Bible reading I did back Mm -hmm. in the day. Mm -hmm. That didn't really stick either. No, thank God. God, because the Bible's pretty fucked up, especially the Old Testament. (laughs) Um, But we've talked about that before. Yeah. So the point is, what good does it do removing certain subjects from libraries or wherever else if you think that your kid is going to read whatever book? Oh, they read a cookbook today. Guess what? They still can't cook for shit. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. It just doesn't work that way. Okay. And I am not sure, but I am guessing with a big opinion here that these books are trying to ban are not telling people how to be a queer. (laughs) They're not how-tos? It's not a (laughs) step-by-step, right, with pictures. Ooh, that would have been helpful, wouldn't it? Oh, God, I would have loved that book. Why wasn't that in my library? I was too busy, like, reading where the red fern grows and crying over and over. We should write a funny how to be a lesbian book. There's probably a how to be a lesbian book out there. But a joking one, not like how to become a lesbian. And that's what the Christians are worried about. <laughs> is people will become a lesbian. <laughs> Their straight kids will be swallowed up in mm-hmm. vagina fantasies. <laughs> that was, that was huh. weird to say. Huh. Okay, can I get continue with this article, please? Yes, sorry. All right. Well, I was saying, while banning books is a decades-old practice, conservative groups have recently focused on removing ones that center on sexuality and gender identity. No coincidence there. Mm-hmm. Along with race and religion. Also, no coincidence there. I'm guessing the Bible may or may not still be in there, but I think it would be, and this is just me guessing, I don't have the facts on this, but I would think that they are banning books that are anti-religion, that are atheist-based. But this is my opinion. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm just throwing that shit out there. We could probably research that, I would say. Probably. Or like Wiccan or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that's, that's not Christian. Exactly. So this fight has come to a head at the Patmos Library in uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're protesting all LGBTQ books that are on our shelves, said Larry Walton, library board president. They want to ban books, which is unacceptable. We, the board, will not ban books. Thank you, Larry. Thank you. Out of about 67,000 materials, about 90 pieces could be relative to LGBTQ themes. That's what I'm saying. What is the percentage On 67,000 books, only 90 are thematic to LGBTQ stuff. If I knew how to do that math with my calculator, (laughs) I would, but it's very, very low. It's a small percentage, everybody. Again, if you have a carpentry book on the shelf, doesn't mean if your kid reads it, they're going to be a carpenter. Mm -mm. This is so stupid. There's like alien books and shit, too, like dinosaur books. You think those are the dinosaurs that are from other planets that God... Kitty scoop. 
kitty litter scoop and no. <laughs> scattered around the, the earth? Yes. No, what I mean is, there. I'm sure it's they're... It's a myth. Dinosaurs didn't exist, Shelly. <laughs> they came from other planets. That's right. God used the big kitty litter scoop and gobbled them up and dumped them here to make it... To More make sense of why the Earth is he just needed layers. Not old. He just needed layers, so he put some fossils in there. Gotcha. <laughs> what I meant was, there. I'm sure there are fiction, not true, books that star like a cat that talks. Mm, that's true. I think there are talking animal books out there. Yeah. How does that affect? I don't know. They're going to think their animals are going to start talking. We're misleading children. Right. And let me also throw this out there. I could understand a parent not wanting a young child to read a book that is sexually explicit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but that, for me, that's whether it's straight or queer. I don't care. I could understand me not wanting Cassidy to read, like, The Joy of Sex by, what was her name again? I don't know. Ruth. Dr. Ruth. Um, <laughs> however, libraries are always split into age groups, right? So when I go to my public library, the kids section is off to the left. Mm-hmm. And there's not going, there will be, there will be books for now anyway, you know, like Jimmy has two daddies or something like that, but it's, it's toned to that age group sure. to have an understanding of families. So kids who are in those kind of families don't feel like they're weird or, and kids who are not in queer families can understand, right? So it's not like we're letting elementary schools read gay porn. That's mm-hmm. not it. And that, you know, and that's stuff that I hear from the right is like, kids shouldn't even be reading about sex at that age. I'm like, well, sure, I agree, but they're not giving them sex books at that age about straight or queer relationships. Right. Now, if you've got, let's say, a teenager or young adult who is quite possibly experimenting with sex, with their identity, with everything, why should they not have books available to help them feel normal? Right, so that's something they can relate to. Exactly. Yeah, well, I agree. Basically, it's fucking up the queer people. Bottom line. Once it, again, who who loses? The queers. Sure. The I queer, mean, the queer kids. Yeah. I throw that out there. The next queer generation. Well, right, and then this thing is, is thrown in their faces. Mm-hmm. If it weren't for you queers, we would have a library here. <laughs> Basically, that's the message, right? We wouldn't have those nine books out of how many thousand? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You want me to read that stat again? Mm, sure. 90 books out of 67,000. Yeah. Those of you who know math and you just listen to this podcast, <laughs> go ahead and post that in uh, Latter-day Lesbian Podcast yeah. discussion. Thanks. Joe, are you listening? <laughs> Joe, what's the math? Account that shit. Help us out here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Let me continue. Okay. Ahead of the vote, a Christian group called Jamestown Conservatives placed large signs in the township urging residents to vote no, citing concerns that the library was grooming children with books containing explicit material and LGBTQ themes. Once again, you read a book on carpentry, you don't become a carpenter. How many times do we have to go over this? Well, that was like the sixth time. (laughs) I would also take a gander that if this conservative group were to look through all of the books Mm -hmm. that are there available, they will find heterosexual themed books that are just as explicit that they think the queer books are. Yeah, what it's about? It's just going after the queers. That's it. I bet they have like Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, that's what I was wondering. That was the exact thing that popped into my head. Is that in libraries? They're not know. talking about it. I bet it is, but there's not Fifty Shades of Queer Grey. 
a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, you know what the fuck I mean, right? How many different ways do I have to say it? It's fucked up. It's a double standard. Yes. Because the gays are out to... Recruit. Recruit. Yep. I want all of the young girls to go to Home Depot with me and wear cargo pants. That's all I want. We're going to listen to Melissa Etheridge along the way. We're we going to wear plaid flannel blouses. <laughs> we were just thinking about that episode it's the other day. my plaid blouse in the laundry. <laughs> Where's that plaid flannel blouse? Yeah, we were reliving our video. What, do we I have a name for that called, Well, that episode is called Not Your Typical Lipstick Lesbian. I don't remember yeah. what episode number is, but that's pretty damn funny. But our video is on our uh, YouTube page. Yep. Or you could just say channel if you want. The video is on our YouTube channel. <laughs> or page. <laughs> Whatevs. Uh, you're funny. You're fun to tease. Mm, thank okay. You. The content in some of the books contains graphic sexual dialogue and narrative. So quit grooming our kids. Mm-hmm. No child has an innate sense of being genderqueer or gender fluid. It is manipulative, destructive, and wrong. Not true. A library that pushes this agenda is disrespectful. This is from uh, someone named Donna Rotman. She said Fuck it. Th- you, Donna Rotman. <laughs> she said it at an August eighth board meeting. Okay. So again, uh huh. Back to the subject of: Are the heterosexual books there, or are they don't they don't talk about are anything? They grooming kids? Sure, to be straight, to have a well, that's billion normal. straight babies. That's normal. That's normal. That's normal. And come on, the libraries are pushing an agenda. There's ninety books out of. Whatever that number was that you keep saying. It's not, if there was an actual, an actual agenda, mm-hmm. they would be everywhere. Yeah. They're just trying to have all populations represented. Is mm-hmm. that so wrong? I don't think so. Okay. The book that sparked the controversy at Patmos, or Patmos, I'm not sure. Someone help me out here. Is called Gender Queer, a memoir a graphic novel by Maya Kobabi, not sure if I'm saying that correctly, that details their experiences exploring gender identity and sexuality. It is the most commonly banned book, according to an analysis from PEN America, a literary and free speech organization. Mm. Patmos Library refused to ban Gender Queer, but did remove it from its spot in the adult section and placed it behind the counter. Oh, so it's like... <laughs> It's like when you want to go buy Sudafed and you can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. You have to request it behind a counter or Jesus. condoms. Yes. Very similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. That is crazy. That's like here, um, back in the closet, please. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to know what you're, you can't just browse for it. You have to come in knowing what book you want. Well, they wouldn't want a straight person accidentally stumbling upon it, reading it and becoming queer. I hate when that happens. (laughs) It's horrible. Is that what happened to me? No. Mm -mm. Yeah. You know how many straight books I've read again back to that and I'm not straight. I have read zero queer books. Zero. Really? You haven't read one? No. Single one? I've listened in the recent past to maybe three. But I'm saying my entire life I never did. Yet Yeah, here you are. Yeah. Yeah. I can attest, folks. Shelly is queer. (laughs) Trust me on this one. (laughs) Thanks, Mary. Did you just out me? God. (laughs) I know. All right. Interested readers would have to specifically ask for this book that is behind the counter, Gender Queer. Everybody asks for Gender Queer. Yes. By the way, at their local libraries. Uh, Okay. Residents also wanted to ban Kiss Number 8 and Spinning. Don't know these. Mm-mm. Both graphic novels that depict girls realizing they want to kiss other girls. 
go girls wanting to kiss other girls. There's I'm, I'm nothing pr- I'm wrong with that. it. As a matter of fact, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, but I'm not recruiting, just so we're clear. Yeah. I'm just a fan. Well, I bet there's uh, books about girls wanting to kiss boys. I mean, shit. Right? Look at like, I couldn't think of any because I'm not really a reader anymore. But like, yes, there are books <laughs> <laughs> of... Even elementary school. There's so many. I, Come on I know. Now. We just can't think of any. By mm-hmm. the way, neither of these books contain nudity. Right. But they, uh, this this library, I said library again, drink. Uh, they want to ban both these books about kissing girls. Okay. Jamestown resident Connor Cook, 25, said he, I don't know why his age is important, but whatever, mm. said he witnessed homophobia growing up in the township as queer, but the failed millage was still a gut punch. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cook volunteered at the library during the summer and said Patmos was a safe space for him to learn, a place where he could be himself. Not anymore. Nope. He was homeschooled and said he had limited access to resources, so the library helped him explore the world on his terms, he says. Mm -hmm. We walked around our world every day, surrounded by hate directed toward specific groups of people, and most of us have the privilege to ignore it, including myself, he said. This decision to defund the library was like waking up one morning, realizing they came for your home. Yeah. Wow. I know. Because it was a safe space for him once upon a time. Mm -hmm. If Patmos Library closes, the roughly 8,000 Jamestown residents won't have access to a nearby library and the resource it provides, like reliable Wi-Fi. Libraries outside the area charge up to $150 in fees for non-resident cards said, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this person, a former librarian at Patmos. Libraries are one of the last social places in our world where there doesn't exist the expectation to spend money so that freedom to be able to go and pick up a movie for the night and not have to pay to rent it or taking out a board game for family game night. Wow, I didn't know you could do all this. Mm -hmm. Or kids going to use the computers to research for projects. That all stops, she said. Removing LGBTQ books or putting them behind a counter sends a message that people who want to read these books or identify with these characters in the books are not fit to be in public. Exactly. Exactly. That is the message it sends. We had to close our library because of you queers. Mm-hmm. Get out. Mm-hmm. This world doesn't want you, starting with our town. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. It's 2022, right? Like the year? <laughs> I'm not sure. Fuck Is it? A. It should be, but yeah. people aren't acting like it. Yeah. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, there is still a way to be involved. They have a GoFundMe. Oh. If you go to GoFundMe.com, search up Patmos Library, and they have a fund there to save the library. Good. And that is sad that you need to save a library. It, well, it is, but this is going to come up for a vote again in yeah. November. I mean, they could be defunded in November. Oh, I'm, I know. I'm just saying how sad it is in 2022. We need to help a random library in Michigan stay open Yeah, because they're being attacked by this fucking right-wing conservative Christian group that hates the gays. Yeah. Basically, they're trying to raise $245,000. And as of a month ago, they had 178000 donat- oh, donated. Oh, so, Good. Definitely getting there. If you would like to help the Patmos Library, if I'm saying that correctly, in Jamestown Township in Michigan, go to GoFundMe.com and uh, throw them a couple bucks. I'm sure they'd appreciate it. And some queer books can get back on the shelves. Yes. 
<sighs> we have more to talk about about this subject, don't mm-hmm. we? Mm-hmm. More, more of a local take on it in Virginia. Yes. Right? It just so happens that the local, it's called Vienna Patch, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Vienna is where I will be moving to in like five days and I haven't started packing. Um, <laughs> a news blurb came out of there and talking about the books that are being banned. So, yeah, I want to touch on that just a bit. All right. Well, why don't we take a quick break and we'll get to it in just a second. All righty. Be right back. And we're back. I spoke about the Vienna patch. Vienna's yeah. a small town. We're just outside of Washington, D.C. Um, so we get some big news that comes in. Anyway, this is coming out of Arlington, Virginia, which is close. And it's banned Books Week. <laughs> uh, school officials at nine school districts in Virginia, including Fairfax County Public Schools, that's where my kiddos go, were among those challenging and banning books in what a Banned Books Week 2022 report called an unprecedented fashion. Mm. While school districts across Virginia banned books over the past year, Virginia Beach started it. Really? Yeah. Go Pat, Pat Robertson. Robertson. Representing the Christian Coalition or whatever the hell. Fucker. <laughs> All right, I'm skipping that boring paragraph. The report from Penn America, a New York-based literary and free expression nonprofit advocacy group, highlights how challenges to books have become a political issue nationwide. It is political. Mm-hmm. I mean, now that we have social media, you see it's all fucking political. Yep. And if you are a conservative, you have to believe this one way, right? And if yeah. you're a liberal, you have to believe this one way. There are crossovers, for sure. But it seems to me that the conservative side of things, at least what I see on social media, is on the attack. Why does it have to be like that? Why can't we be like, oh, I'm a Republican, but I don't agree with all these things. Oh, I'm a Democrat. Well, I don't agree with all these things. Why can't that be okay? There are some, but it's rare. It is rare. It's like it you have rare. to get on board with everything the party line Well, tells. sure, because every, every time there's elections coming up, which, by the way, we've got election season around here coming up. Commercials and promotions and all those things, the ads, they are almost always hate-based and fear-based. It's very polarizing. Yes, you have to scare your people into voting for you. Mm-hmm. If you don't vote for me, then the other side's going to be, you know, killing babies right after they're born. Or it, pushing that queer agenda. Yes. That, you know, somehow mm-hmm. takes away from our traditional families. I, I still haven't figured that I out. I still haven't taken away from it. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh-huh. But haven't been able to um, succeed. Anyway, the article also says a majority of the targeted books focus on sexual identity, race, and racism. Mm. I was thinking about this. Do you remember in the news, I think it's been in the last year, where people wanted to get rid of the statues of generals and things from the South who were pro-slavery. Sure. So my right-wing friends would argue that, oh, well, you wanted to erase history by getting rid of the statues. And it's like, no, this is so different. Getting rid of statues is not erasing history. It is a statement of, no, we don't admire these people sure. who had slaves. Yeah. And Why do we ha- have to memorialize shitty asshole people? Yeah. Yeah. We're not erasing history. Yeah. I mean, you can fucking read There's about no it. There's no way to erase history. No. By the way. No, it is there. Yeah. And so, no, fuckers, it's not the same thing. It's saying, you know what? We don't idolize these people. Exactly. We don't literally and figuratively put them on pedestals. Mm-hmm. Literally, they're on a pedestal mm-hmm. to be memorialized. Right. No, not okay. Nope. Get rid of it. Yep. Okay. So, um, right-wingers, fuck that argument. Doesn't work for me. In Virginia, by the way, where my kids are attending school in Fairfax County, the books that are banned included temporary removal, 
are, number one, Gender Queer, a memoir. Yep, same one. Yep. That one gets a lot of traction. Mm-hmm. There's one called Lawn Boy. Huh. I think I'd like to read these and see what the fuck are you so freaked out about? Right. I am a gay wizard. I mean, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, out of Darkness. Let me back up. I'm putting the authors out there if anyone wants to support these books by getting them, uh-huh. asking for them in libraries, ordering them online. Gender Queer, a memoir by Maya, I'm sorry, Kobabe? Kobabe. Kobabe. I don't, I don't know. Thank you. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Lawn Boy by Jonathan Evison. We've got I'm a Gay Wizard by V.S. Santoni. Out of Darkness by Ashley Hope Perez. The Poet X by Elizabeth Acevedo. And When Aiden Became a Brother by Kyle Lukoff. Why don't you send these to me and I can put them in the show description, the show notes, and then people can just look them up. Okay, I'll stop reading because there's a bunch more. Along these same lines, there was also an article that came out. Okay, this just kind of made me laugh because sometimes the Vienna patch... They just kind of list what's going on in the paper that you're about to read. (laughs) And it starts with transgender student state guidelines, black bear sightings, top Virginia news. (laughs) What? That's funny. (laughs) I know. I'm like, there could have been. This just in. There should have been a way that you could, uh, you know, somehow separate that out. Okay. Here's what's going around here. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's (laughs) asshat. New school guidelines restrict transgender student rights. Mm. Like, what the fuck? Thanks, bro. Mm-hmm. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's administration released state education guidelines that would roll back the rights of transgender students, a move by the state's Republican governor, weird, that is expected to be challenged in court. The new model policies released Friday will likely have to be adopted by all of the state's 133 school districts in October. Mm. They will require... Transgender students to use school bathrooms and locker rooms matching the sex they were assigned at birth. Let me start with that one. That's fucked up, A. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll also say that that has been an issue for... I mean, forever. Right wing forever. So I'm not surprised at that. Right. Because they don't understand they're homophobes. How difficult would it be to add another bathroom? Like, I love when I go into a restaurant and it's Mm -hmm. just... A bathroom. Well, we don't have a budget. You know what? Let's budget some shit. Can we budget some shit for education and schools where our children go so we don't have... How about diversity among children? That's Why is that not okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Also, schools have doors on their bathroom stalls. Mm Mm-hmm. Period. End of story. I mean, I could see in school where, let's say, a girl starting her period wouldn't want to share a bathroom with boys. Just add a third damn bathroom. No, I get it. I get it. Add a third bathroom. But again, I see, I'm not surprised. This part I'm not surprised at. I'm like, whatever. They've been they've been fear-mongering this since the beginning of time. Here's the one that really, I mean, it all pisses me off, but this is really like why you got to be so mean. Right. The policies also make it difficult for students to change their name and gender at school. Why, why is that? Because the, oh, didn't you tell me that the teachers were, they're asking teachers to, Use their birth name. Use their birth name. That's what principals are asking teachers to do, right? Yes. Youngkin's Virginia Department of Education also stated in the model policies that the legal name and sex of a student cannot be changed even upon written instruction of a parent or eligible student without an official legal document or court order. That is fucked up. When I was in seventh grade, the teacher asked, first day of school, what would you like to be called? Uh And I thought it would be funny to say Gidget. (laughs) <laughs> and I was called Gidget for that entire year. 
there was no problem there. You have a new nickname. I do. I, I, I still have papers <laughs> where I'm like Gidget Johnson. <laughs> Fucking awesome. I found those at my parents' house. Uh, Shelly's new name, everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Feel free to send her messages. Greetings, Gidget. Say, what's up, Gidget? What's up, Gidget? The Gidget? flying nun. Love it. <laughs> the flying nun. She's not the same person. Oh. Well, Gidget isn't the flying nun. Gidget's it's... in the flying nun. Nope. No? Sally Field played Gidget and the flying nun. Two oh, different characters. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Let me continue reading. Okay. This is also part of the model that Dickhead Youngkin is putting out there. Oh, we need to come out with an apology. Oh. So I have been known to label Dallin H. Oaks like that bald asshole or whatever I say that. Mm-hmm. And we got a, a letter from someone. And thank you for sending that in, stating your being aggressive with the word bald can be hurtful to certain people who might have alopecia. Or who might, anyone who's Sure, bald. anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, anyone. Yeah, so my, we shouldn't make fun of people based on physical characteristics. Yes, and my apologies. We shouldn't make fun of people. <laughs> Well, that we really would shouldn't. end the podcast. Okay, how about based on their strict uh, conservative Mormon yeah, Of course we're going to make fun of that. Okay, yeah, yeah. we're allowed to do that? Yes, but no, <laughs> okay. more, no more his baldness, just nope. that he's the devil. Okay, so sorry sorry if you've hurt anyone's feelings. I have absolutely no problem with bald people. I have a big problem with Dallin H. Oaks. Mm-hmm. Okay, going on about this new model put out by the governor. Teachers and other school officials can only refer to a student by their pronouns associated with their sex at birth. Mm. And teachers will not be required to refer to a student's chosen names, regardless of paperwork, if they feel doing so would violate their constitutionally protected rights. Oh, my God. So even if the student gets their name legally changed, Uh if the teachers have a problem with it, they can keep calling him Sally or her Jonathan. Mm. Like, what the... F- oh, because it's, it goes against their constitutionally protected rights. The teachers? Yes. To not have to call what they think is a boy... How is that constitutionally protected? Religion. Religion. They like to act like freedom of religion means you could treat people like shit if you have a problem with them being queer. Mm. Separation wow. of state and religion has never actually truly completely happened in this country. Right. Fuck all y'all. If the policies receive final approval, they will affect more than one million children enrolled in the state's public school system. Many of these students are expressing deep concerns about the model policies released Friday. As a matter of fact, you know what? What, Gidget? (laughs) Shut it. (laughs) My kids that go to Madison High School... Um, I love Madison High School, and this is part of the reason that my ex hates Madison High School. So Madison High School sent out a letter saying that they love all of their LGBTQ plus students, and they know that there is some worry and issues and things going on right now with these laws and that they're here for everyone. Wow. Yeah. It's a great. great school. It's a great school. This is what a student said about the policies. As a closeted student, I wouldn't be able to come home if my parents found out that I was queer. I am terrified that these draft regulations will take away one of the few places I can just be myself. Mm, yeah. Awful. The Yunkin administration counters that the new policies are part of his commitment to parental rights. Someone else's <laughs> parent and their rights about your child. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He also says, the asshole, it is not under a school's or the government's purview to impose a set of particular ideological beliefs on all students. What the fuck are you doing when you're pressing heterosexuality? You're doing the same thing that you are accusing the queer community of doing. Shelly, that's normal. (gasps) Sorry, Gidget. Thanks. (laughs) That's right. 
Um, so again, this is going to go to a vote and hopefully get struck down. Democrat delegate Danica Roem. She says, you can't use executive action to overturn, whatever this code is, the Virginia Human Rights Act. Roem, Virginia's first openly transgender state lawmaker, said in a tweet, if you want to break the law, then we'll see you in court. Nice. Yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. Craig Conneth, a University of Virginia law professor, said the Yunkin administration's new policies simply ignore Virginia statute. It's like these people that have such a strong belief that the queers are out to destroy everything. They think they can just, oh, I'm governor. Let's make a law. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. We're making a law. You can't just be governor and make a fucking law, dude. I mean, I, mean, I guess you can. Well, he has, but hopefully gets struck down because it goes against human rights. Baby. Sorry, Gidget. Mm-hmm. Think about how many laws in this country alone have gone against human rights over the decades. It just... What else is new? I know. I think just because it's more focused now... Uh, well, for the longest time, I was part of this right-wing bullshit, and so none of this... This didn't phase me. I'm like, damn right, get those books out. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was brainwashed and fucked in the head. Now that I'm on the other side of it and mm-hmm. see the hurt and the pain and I am surrounded by the queer community, I get pissed. Sure. I get pissed. I have children who might not be able to, well, except for their mom, be exposed in school to what is actually normal. Different genders, different identities, different races, races you know? Mm-hmm. Group plans protest of model policies. Thank you. Thank you. October 6th uh, at Luther Jackson Middle School. And I bet there will be tons of conservatives as well. So that'll be a fun fight. (laughs) Um, They say the revised guidelines will hurt students in a time where students are facing unparalleled mental health challenges. Thank you. Yeah. Why are you fucking doing this when you hopefully know that LGBTQ plus youth are the top as far as suicide ideation Mm -hmm. and attempting suicide and suicide in general. Mm -hmm. So when you say you're trying to protect the family, fuck you. You're trying to protect certain families. Yeah. Do you think it's more important that your child never sees anything queer? Is that, is Johnny more important than Susie who is considering taking their own life Mm -hmm. because of this? Mm Mm-hmm. I fucking hate none of my none of my kids, none of my kids are more important than a child who will take their own life because of what I'm teaching. Mm. I love my kids. I adore my kids, but I do not want to teach them anything and have them act in any way that would cause another child to want to take their own life. Right. Period. End of fucking story. Yeah. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. That's all I got, baby. <laughs> oh, no, you did have that little thing about those uh, personal libraries that people have. What are those called? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are those um, called? I can't think of it. It's However, like the little library where you, people can... What it might they? be called Little Library. I don't know. In are Vienna, supposed to take a book and then do you drop off a book or you just take books? Uh, whatever. How does both. that work? In Vienna, and it's I'm sure it's other places too, people can um, build like a mini library. It's basically looks like a large mailbox. Typically, I'm sure with like they're a, everywhere. Okay. So it's not People just know what they I'm are. just not. I just don't remember place. what they're called. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And I know that our good friend, Diana, uh, who's been on the podcast has one in her front yard and she specifically wants and does put uh, queer books uh-huh. in there. And same thing that I want to do. Anyway, my encouragement, if people are like, well, what are we supposed to do with that? Well, I mean, this is this is infuriating. What do we do? 
A, talk about it. B, if you're in a house where you are allowed to put something out front, build a library. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look online on how to do it. You can find the books. Likely, once in a while, someone will put a Book of Mormon in your library. I know that's happened before. You may burn that one <laughs> and ban it. Um, but let's keep those books out there. What if libraries get shut down? We, as the community, can keep those books out there available to people who need them. It's called Little Free Library. There you go. And you can go to littlefreelibrary.org if you want to start your own. I love it. So cool. you're going to start one? Yes. A uh, Gidget? <laughs> yes, Mary. <laughs> That's too funny. I'm Mary. I'm Gidget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh -oh. I'm excited about uh, you starting that. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Diana's is cool. It's all decorated with LGBTQ colors. Yeah. Uh, trans and gay flag, all that yep. stuff. It's cool. As it should be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, shit, everybody. We got it. We got to stop this bullshit. Yeah. Yep. Fight back, people. Fight the fuck back. Mm -hmm. Help us out. Mm -hmm. uh, let's take another commercial break, and then we've got some patrons and Supercast members. Maybe we just need to do their last names according to book titles. Seems appropriate. Book titles that exist? Well, yeah. Would well, you want to make them up? Well, I might have to because I don't know a lot of books. <laughs> I've read a lot when I was young, and then I turned okay. old and got hella busy. But I am listening to audiobooks lately, well, and that I'm counts. enjoying that. That counts. All right, great. All right. There are a lot of books out there. Yes. I think we got this. Yes. All right, we'll be right back. Hey, pals. I want to talk to you once again about Modest Mixed Teas. So chai tea is a personal fave of mine. I love it by itself or mixed with a little java for a dirty chai. Either way, it starts with a chai fucking harder blend from Modest Mixed Teas. It's so much more fragrant and tasty than grocery store chai. I mean, right away, you're hit with all the spices. Cinnamon, ginger, cardamom, fennel. It's so good. I, I can't even describe it to you properly. You know, I'm just going to read what Modest Mix says on their chai fucking harder label because it's just too damn funny. Okay, here we go. You want to chai me? Yeah, you fucking do. Drink this smooth ass chai. Get fired the fuck up and win life. <laughs> so if you want to be entertained while enjoying some handcrafted, delicious AFT blends, Head over to ModestMix.com and enter code LatterdayLesbian20 at checkout for 20% off your order. Amazing! That's ModestMix.com, enter code LatterdayLesbian20. Then shop, sip, and chai fucking harder. Okay, we are back. Mm-hmm. Let me get my list. What do you have, exactly five patrons today? Weird, right? <laughs> Number one is one of my favorite people, and I'm just going to say his full name. Oh, shit. And then give him a new name. Richard Rollins. He is so fun. <laughs> yeah. We've run into him numerous times. He always dresses up as, some, as something hilarious. When we were in Utah, he dressed as Joseph Smith, but as interpreted via South Park. Like yes. South Park's uh, interpretation. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Richard Rollins. We need, a, we need a word that starts with R. You mean a book. Yes. All right. Is it cheating to look up book titles? No, go ahead. Just pick a good one. 50 famous book titles from literature? Go. Um, here's one called Rosemary and Rue. Have you ever heard of that? Mm, I have not, but Richard Rosemary is a great <laughs> name. Is it? And Rosemary also is delicious on pork. 
<laughs> it's a twofer. Was, yeah, um, I'm kind of into sage right now. You did, personal, but we did buy some personally. sage at the farmer's market. And we, did. we bought some pawpaw fruits. We did. I'm just we throwing that out pawpaws. there. People can talk about it. Sure, talk about some pawpaws. Next up, Christy N. Oh, well, I've got one here called No Wind of Blame. I've never heard of this book. Well, that would make her name Christy No. Oh, you don't like that? I mean, Christy No. Christy No Wind of Blame. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> take that and do what you want with it, Christy. <laughs> Thanks for your patronage, by the way. Sorry about the shit name. Oh, how about Christy, No Country for Old Men? Oh, that's a good uh, Is that movie. a better one? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it's a good book as well. I just, I saw the movie. Okay. Next, Anne G. G. You got a huh? G book? Oh, I want one. Oh, you got one? As Good As It Gets. Is that a book or just a movie? I don't know. <laughs> but I like it. Okay, fine. You do one. That's a great movie, by the way. I'm like, and it starts with A. I mean, as is not really a word. <laughs> uh, how about Anne of Green Gables? <laughs> Can it be the Green Gables? Anne Green Gables. And I apologize <laughs> profusely that Mary gave you that name. <laughs> Anne of Green Gables, thanks for your patronage. Please don't cancel just because that's your name. <laughs> the next one, the name that this person chose to put was Emily with two S. Two S's? Nope, just S, E-S. Could be a typo. Oh. Could Emily. be what she wanted. E-S is the last name? Emily with two S, E-S. What letter am I using? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's happening. Let's go with E because it's E-S. Okay. Because E's an easy one. <laughs> nope. Why am I having trouble thinking of book titles right now? I don't know. Oh, I got one. Okay, go. East of Eden. John Steinbeck okay. is the author of that one. I like it. We could have also done Eclipse. Uh, oh, right. But in the New Moon or whatever, Twilight series. The Twilight series. Has that been banned? Probably. No, because it was written by a Mormon. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. And it is all heterosexual. It is. Mm -hmm. And they don't actually have sex till they're married. Oh, thank you, Mormons, for throwing <laughs> that shit in there. I say we ban that fucking book. All uh -huh. right, Emily with two eclipses. Two eclipses? Well, that was the name of the book. So it's not East of Eden. That, oh. had, that had two E's in it naturally. Emily with two East of Eden. That is better. It's two S's or two E's? I'm so confused. Can, just you just, can we just, just go on? Thank you, Emily. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. Next up, Audrey B. B, huh? Mm -hmm. Okay, I have to go back to a kid's book that I liked. Okay. Berenstein Bears. Oh, I love that one. Double B. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Audrey Berenstein Bears, thank you so much for your patronage. Uh -huh. Everybody, thank you. Seriously. Oh, is that yeah, all five? That's five. Now you got some squad cast, right? Or supercast. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> you pick a name. We're, we're giving people new names right now. So, so you're renaming supercast to mm -hmm. squadcast? Squadcast. Squadcast is actually a way to record remote interviews. We don't use it currently. Oh, so I can't just take that name and use it. It actually... It's already a thing. Okay. Okay. Fuck. So the first up for Supercast members, Scott W. And then the book that comes to mind. I want to do it. You have I've one? been waiting for a W. You have? Where the Red Fern Grows. Oh, okay. That's a good one. I was going to say Wind in the Willows, but I like yours. Thank you. Scott, Where the Red Fern Grows. Thank you. All right. Well, do you have an S for Angela S? I have one. Okay, go. Ernest Hemingway wrote, The Sun also rises. I wasn't counting the the. Yeah, like you wouldn't let me count the as. <laughs> the sun also rises. I like it. Mm -hmm. Have we read any of these books? Of all the books you named, I read Berenstein Bears and um, Where the Red Fern Grows. That's it. Did you read any of them? I 
didn't read, I was going to say I read East of Eden, but I didn't. But there was a movie starring Jane Seymour back in the day that I that I watched. About the, that book? Yeah, I think it oh, was okay. that book, but in movie form. Gotcha. You know how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> People take books and they turn them into movies. Right. Oh, speaking of, shout out to our friend Katie Mack. She recommended I listen to the book Where the Crawdads Sing on uh, an audio book, and oh, yeah. I did, and I really enjoyed it. And then the movie just came out on Amazon Prime, and Mary and I watched it, and I fucking loved it because I knew the background and, like, the details of it all. Yep. So thanks, Katie Mack. Yeah. Totally loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next name is Heather E. It's another E, isn't it? It is. How about... <laughs> Eat, Pray, Love. Did anyone ever see oh, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See it or read it? I'm going to go with read it. Eat, Pray, Love. That's a great one. Yeah? Yeah. You read it or you watched it or you just heard it's great? Um, I think C. <laughs> <laughs> We're going with whoever said it was great. That's your new last name. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, the last Supercast member today, Emily R. Another R? Yeah. Here's one I haven't read. It's supposed to be um, one of the top 50 books. It's called Remembrance of Things Past. Hmm. Although I don't get too hung up on remembering things past because I want to, I like to live in the moment. Well, I can't remember jack shit, so it's it's not. Yeah. So you, if there's you one called a- Anxious About the Future, that would be <laughs> that my would be your book. book. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think you should write that. Lots of people can relate. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you everything I'm worried about that's going to go down today. Yep. That could be a great bestseller, I'm sure. It could mm-hmm. go on this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, next year, we'll be reading this list, and it'll say 51 of the best books ever sold. Well, yeah, it's for people who are tired of just maintaining sort of a, a level, content life of no drama. Like, mm-hmm. people get sick of that sometimes. Someone going to write a book on how to blow your anxiety out of the water. Stay amped up all the time. Yes. Mm, sounds yeah. like a bestseller. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that is going to do it for uh, Patreon and Supercast today. If you would like to give us support, please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash support. Yes, we do appreciate it. Thank we you. We really do. Mm-hmm. And we're mm-hmm. trying to crank out more Scandal Sessions episodes. We really are. For that $5 and above level yes. on either platform. We have quite a few out now. So if you haven't joined yet, it's not like you're going to join and sit around and wait. Like, there's quite a few out. There are. That but we're true. trying to um, get more out. Yeah. It's just been kind of a nutty summer, and it continues to be kind of a nutty fall, but that is going to come down Mm -hmm. eventually. I'm moving in a week. You are, and then I'm actually moving to a larger space in my apartment building as well. So we will have a recording studio. An actual studio. We're we're doing a goofy thing right now. Yeah, and in my house, I'm pretty sure there will be room for a small recording studio. Look at that. We can just record everywhere. There, There you go. I like it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks, everybody listening. Thank you, Dan from Extension Audio. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. Appreciate it. Sorry, this one's a little goofy. Uh, We're going to get back to normal as soon as I figure out my garage band problem. Mm -hmm, I've mm -hmm. got a big garage band problem Mm -hmm, right now. Not mm -hmm. sure what's going on. Don't know. And you know what? Steer clear of those cults because they are no joke. No joke at all. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.